going on, brother? Hey, peace, bro. How you doing, man? Hey, man, I'm fantastic out here. Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. Just getting it all together, man. We're going to have a great show today, man. We live. We are live, folks. It is the Tipping Point Morning Show. And it is yours truly, Mr. Just Dance Joe, and my brother from another mother, brother, John Yah, Esoteric Concepts family. What's what's going on with you? How was your week? Man, peace, brother. Uh, it's been uh, it's been always a challenging week, so it's been good. It's been awesome. I can't complain. What would life be without challenges, right? I know, right? They always shaping you one way or another. If you look at your challenges and look at your obstacles, didn't it make you better? So you kind of wonder when you're going through it, why am I going through this? But once you once you get through it and you look back, you're like, yeah, okay, it prepared me for a better, better world. It prepared me for what's next coming. So, you know, challenges are always there. So you continue to move forward. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And that's and that's the big thing, man, is 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 getting through these challenges. Um, you know, it, it's funny. We'll go through one after another. And uh, ultimately, you know, it, it, sometimes it, it takes a person a few times of going through a challenge before they realize, hey, you know what? I don't have to worry because I've come out of every other challenge on top. So, you know, trust the process. You know what I mean? And that's 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 the reality behind it. Right. Yeah, correct. And I mean, you know, for most uh, we get. We get frustrated with challenges and we stop uh, and we stop we stop trying to achieve our goals because why challenges can make you feel like you are a failure at something that you're trying to accomplish. Well, if you don't look through that, then you never got better. So therefore, challenges for a reason, but not for you to stop and then not continue your goal. So that's the thing. That's the, some of the stuff that we talked about, about having focus, not allowing things to take away your focus from your goals and continue to move forward. And like every day should be a challenge to doing one thing towards your goal every day. And, 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 that's a, and that alone is a challenge, but you won't get to your goals until you challenge that. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Well, you ready to rock this show today? Man, let's do it. All right, let's go, let's go, let's go. Folks, it is the Tipping Point Morning Show. You are listening to the Tipping Point Show with your host, with your host, Mr. Just Ask Joe, John Yeah. Right here on WLOU. Stream it live on Facebook and WLOUonline.com. And now, and now, The Tipping Point Show. Folks, we got a great show going on uh, for you today. And uh, I tell you what, as per usual, we have uh, our, our segments here that we want to get through. And uh, first up to the plate, you know, folks, he's already smiling. He's backstage smiling because he can't wait to jump up and, uh, and, and get to you right now. 
and that is none other than mr crypto kenny himself folks once again it is the bitcoin campus stepping up to the plate brother how you doing family oh man i'm excited i'm excited uh anytime i i get a chance to spend my saturday morning with joe and john you know is uh it's truly a blessing you know as soon as you guys start speaking you know i start feeling uh <laughs> you know, more energized, you know? Uh, so we be, we be, um, we be pushing that, we be pushing that energy to you, bro. More <laughs> fire, more fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, you know, I, every, every time I come on the show, you know, we usually have like a specific segment that, you know, I would kind of go over whatever the case may be, but you know, this today I wanted to kind of go over more so of a revelation that I had during the course of the week, because, you know, my job is always to try and make uh, the education aspect of cryptocurrency a little bit more simple, right, to understand. So with that being said, uh, I started breaking down why cryptocurrency is going to be here for the long run, you know, because even though, you know, because most people are looking at Bitcoin and crypto in terms of just the markets, like what you're trading on, you know, an exchange, you know, what the price of Bitcoin is. You know, but if you're really paying attention to the actual technology, you know, because if you think about things that you trade, those are companies. They're not, you know, they're you're you're trading them, but they're you're really trading companies. So it's like Apple, right? Nobody judges Apple based on what the price of it is on the stock exchange. You know, they judge it by its products, the the technology that it has. And the same thing would apply to Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and blockchain technology, right? So so let's kind of dig a little bit deeper into that concept. Now, what social media has done, you know, within the past, whatever, 10 years, 20 years, they've opened up globally the, the concept of communicating with people all across the world, right? Seeing them, uh, communicating them with them with no problem. Think about how it was before then. Before then, you you couldn't communicate with people on other aspects of the world. If you had a phone, maybe the phone was just in your house, right? You didn't really ha even have cell phones at one point in time. So, you, you know, at that time- on the time, other end until you picked up the phone. <laughs> there was no caller ID at one, at one specific time. So think about that world that you would be living in. Things are moving a little bit slower. You know, you're using mail to communicate. You know, by the time you find out something, from a relative, it could be a week later, you know, four days later, five days later, whatever the case may be, right? And they'd have to catch you at the house. I'm, I'm saying all of these things for a reason. Just stay with me for a second. When you, when you go from a world like that, and let's just think of it as a governing body, let's say the government, like people that are managing everything, everything is moving a little bit slower for you. And if you have to um, transfer money from a bank, it's just gonna be like, you know, it's gonna take like maybe a week, two weeks for the, the money to arrive. You could Western unit the, the money, you know, the, you know, maybe do a money order and put it in an envelope and send it out. These are other options that you would really have, right? So now what social media has done is they've opened up that line of communication to a point where, you know, even with FaceTime, you, you can, you know, I could, I could, call Africa and then, you know, somebody pick up and I go walk around their village with them and see everything around them. You know, opening that 
aspect of the world up, now you're opening more aspects of the transfer of finances. Think about this. Think deep into this for a second. Before that, tra the transfer of finances was kind of slow and null and void, and banks would just be like, okay, just wait a certain amount of time, whatever the case may be, it would work. Now you open up that social media component, there's obviously going to be an increase in that for whatever reason, whether it's family being like, you know, you know, it's easier for a family member to say, okay, look, I need this for something. And when people want money, they, they usually want it right away. Right. So now if you can't get it right away, like now I know somebody in China or Japan and they want, you know, we're doing business, right? They want $10,000 or $20,000. If I get, go through a bank is going to take two weeks and take verification so on and so forth think about the technology of cryptocurrency being able to send them twenty thousand dollars and then arriving to them in 30 minutes or less just think just just fathom the technology itself normally transferring that type of funds for whatever reason let's say it's business it could be a family member wanting to send something back to their mother or their you know, folks in another place. It could be love, relationships, you know, traveling. But the 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 concept of needing to transfer funds on a global scale has probably a million X one social media has given the opportunity for everybody to communicate and see one another with no problem. Now you're building relationships and feeling like you're you're right there. Like even with this aspect of StreamYard. Like, it's almost like I'm in the studio with you guys, right? And everybody's at a different location. So, you know, it's if I meet you in person, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be wonderful. It's going to be, you know, uh, it's going to be great. You know, we'll have more, you know, tangible aspects, uh, you know, at that moment. But it desensitized the fact, like, we're, you know, the, the concept of seeing somebody and, 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 you know, communicating this way has... You, you get what I'm saying? It's it's actually um, gotten to the point where everybody is is so connected and so close. So the transfer of funds and receiving funds has increased tenfold. And if you're a governing body, how would you mitigate that? There's so many things happening. There's either fraud. There's you know things happening illegally. But again, it's on both sides of the scale. The government will probably find a lot of benefits in being able to transfer funds across the world and 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 those other people be able to receive it in 30 minutes or less think about this you know there's a big difference between 30 minutes or less or two weeks it's a big difference so the technology of cryptocurrency having that there and available to the the, the public and society it just makes sense it, it, it makes sense that it wouldn't go away because we live in a, a, a world where everything that's discovered grows. You know, you, you, you find something is constantly being improved, right? It, it doesn't really go backwards. Sometimes, you know, fashion can go backwards, but normally technology will just constantly be worked on and improved upon. So if you find a technology where I could send you $100,000 and you receive it in <clears throat> two minutes, <laughs> it's not going to be pushed away to the side. That's that's what happened with crypto. First, it was Bitcoin. You send somebody Bitcoin, they can re receive the 100000 But guess what? It takes three hours to five hours for them to get. 
Now you build, then you have other technologies out there that are saying, okay, well, you know what? We can build something that takes only one hour. Then you have another company saying, oh, okay, well, we have something that could take, you know, 30 minutes. So now you have all of these companies in the world of crypto competing against each other to do things differently in that realm. So if you can understand that aspect of cryptocurrency and really digest that in your brain, you really understand, look, this thing ain't going nowhere. You know, the, the, the paying attention to just like the numbers of what the price of Bitcoin is or Ethereum, it'll, it'll kind of like throw you off behind understanding what the technology is and where we're going. Even with the metaverse and virtual reality, if you're in a situation where in Call of Duty or Roblox or, you know, any of these games, your kids are asking you for money to buy things in a video game, right? Now, if you go into virtual reality and you could be in different places of the world, if you have to purchase something inside that video game, normally you would it would probably take you out the video game, put you in a place where you got to put your card information in, all of this stuff, right? Just think about where we were. Wouldn't it make sense to develop, further develop a technology where the money's already in there and you don't have to leave the video game? It could be almost like you're just purchasing it on the spot. Boom. And you just go along your day in the video game. That's connected to cryptocurrency and the metaverse and where we're going with this whole uh, technology thing. So if people really understand that, they can really dive deeper into that concept. But once I you know, started thinking about that, I became a little bit more passionate about why it's not going anywhere. I mean, I love the technology. I see it. But if, you know, understanding what social media has done to the world in terms of communication, relationships, business development, you know, whatever, you know, social media has really opened up Pandora's box and cryptocurrencies, you know, it would just make sense to be able to transfer and receive funds in a very quick manner. You're muted, Joe. You are muted. Absolutely. Okay. This is this is uh, the type of information that is talked about a lot when it comes to the Bitcoin campus. These are conversations that I had, um, you know, so it, when people have these questions, then it, it's a it's a collaborative a collective of people that help to answer these questions. So, it, it, you know, this isn't something that anyone has to think about alone. This is, uh, you know, in, in, in getting in touch with the Bitcoin campus, then you have the ability to communicate with other people that are most likely thinking along those same lines. And that's the beauty behind what you created with the, the Bitcoin campus. And so, you know, as you see it here, folks, uh, again, and, and those are conversations. Hey, first thing about that red pill blue pill that that's what that makes me think of most definitely you know um i get on the kids now about buying fake stuff inside the video games uh right now that you know but with that in mind then i guess it's a situation to where they're um you know eventually like you said it's gonna go there so uh appreciate bringing that conversation forth and all the things that the bitcoin campus offers folks again if uh, you want to learn more about crypto uh, this whole uh, metaverse world and, and how crypto involves itself in today's society, then uh, go hit up the tippingpointshow.com, uh, click on our partners link, and you can go ahead and sign up to the Bitcoin campus. And guess what? You'll get it for half the price than you normally would if you just go through the tipping point shop. All right. Appreciate you, family. 
Yeah. All right, bro. Peace. <clears throat> All right, man. It is uh, next up, uh, Leonard Walker uh, with the stock spotlight right here on the Tipping Point Morning Show. What's going on, family? Hey, what's happening? What's happening? What's going on, man? How you doing? How y'all doing? All right. Good, good. Got my pen and paper ready. <laughs> um, I've got three stocks here. Once again, not just under fifty dollars. Not just under fifty not just under twenty dollars, uh -oh. but under fifteen dollars. Woo! They pay, they pay dividends. <laughs> all let's right, get all right. It. So let's get it going here. Um, the first one we're gonna talk about is we're gonna talk about triple point venture. Triple point venture. And that ticker symbol is Tango Papa Victor Golf, TTZG, Tango Papa Victor Golf, and they trade on the New York Stock Exchange. Um, this one is going for $13.47 per share. It pays a $1.44 per share, um, a, a yearly dividend per share. Um, and it pays quarterly, it pays $0.36 cents per quarter. It has a dividend yield of 10.96%, almost 11% dividend yield. Its 52-week high was um, $19.25, and its 52-week low is $11.86. Um, just a quick, you know, you can look up this company for yourself, but just a quick uh, overview. This is a, just, just, just a business development company that uh, funds a bunch of different um, projects and different things um, out there to help develop other businesses there. That's what they do. It was founded in 2013. And one of the key things about this is in, for the past four years, during ups and downs in the market, recessions and everything else, um, it's, it's paid this 36 cent per quarter um, dividend per share per quarter. Um, for the last four years. So we got some consistency there in this particular stock. So, you know, you don't see a lot of fluctuation there in the last four years. So, so that's pretty good. Um, the next one we get ready to go to is called Hercules Capital. That's right, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules Capital. Okay, it's uh, ticket <laughs> symbol is HTGC, which is Hotel Tango Golf Charlie. Hotel Tango Golf Charlie, trading on the New York Stock Exchange. <clears throat> this one here also goes for um, $14.01 is what it closed at on Friday uh, per share. It has a $1.40 uh, dividend per share per year, and it pays quarterly at $0.35 cents a quarter. Um, also, we have it's going this dividend yield was showing about 9.99%, but I'm going to jump it up to 10 because all it takes for that stock to go down or go up or fluctuate. So it's pretty close to 10%. Um, 52 week high was $18.72. Was $18 52 week low was $12.50. The keys, all right, this is a this company here is a, uh, uh, a specialty finance company, provides secure loans 
to uh, venture capital back and institutional back companies in a variety of technologies, uh, life sciences, renewable energy, that sort of thing. So pretty, pretty, pretty uh, um, advanced company. Founded in 2003. Now here's the thing about this one. All right, for the past two years, since 2000, for about almost two and a half years, let's call it, since 2020, it's not only paid a 36 cent dividend, a 35 cent dividend, but it's also paid like a 15 or 12 cent special dividend. All right, so it's actually paying two dividends per quarter instead of one. All right, for the past two years, it's been doing that. So that's something you might want to look at. So instead of 35 cents, it may pay 50 cents. It may pay 46 cents. It may pay 65 cents. It all depends on what the special dividend is. But that's what it's been doing for the last two years. So that's a pretty good one. And uh, finally, <clears throat> finally, we're going to go to our last one. This is Rhythm Capital. Let me spell rhythm for you. That's R-I-T-H-M. R-I-T-H-M. Man, I was hoping, I was hoping it was gonna be rhythm, like R I D D I M, and I was gonna like be rhythm? like, I'm in that ear doctor, Jamaican company, them. <laughs> there you go, there you go. <laughs> All righty, so um, it's that uh, ticker symbol is R I T M. That is Romeo India Tango Mike, <clears throat> trading on the New York Stock Exchange. Um, we have um, it's going for. Nine dollars and thirty-three cents, under ten dollars. There we go, per share. It pays a one dollar per share dividend. It has a twenty-five cents per quarter uh, dividend payout, and it has a ten point seven two percent yield, dividend yield. Um, Fifty-two week high was eleven dollars and eighty-one cents. The 52-week low was $7.97. And this also is a stock that is undervalued. The book value of this stock, the, the book value per share, goes for $14.98. It's almost $15 per share. So buying this stock is buying it at a discount, once again. This company is an Emory. It used to be known as uh, New Residential Investment Corporation, all right, but it rebranded and reorganized for the better. Um, it did some things financially to streamline some of its stuff. And uh, what the reports are saying is that this was a good move, especially um, especially now when you're looking at uh, interest rates going up for mortgages and different things. So this may be something you want to look at. This was founded in 2011. All right, right quick, just, I, I discovered um, something here that I was looking at yesterday. Um, if you guys don't know about it, maybe look into it, but I found a dividend tracker, okay? Why is a dividend tracker important? Because you can load all of your stuff into this, to this tracker, and it tracks the progress of your dividends. It shows, um, it shows um, 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 your, how diverse your, your portfolio is. It shows what the payouts are in the future, all of that, you know? So it's, it's, it's a pretty good thing. The one that I found is simple. It's called the D or the dividend tracker it's a website um, it, 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 it in order to get the services it's a premium it's a premium service of a hundred dollars per year all right which is eight bucks a month or ten dollars a month if you want to go monthly there are probably some that are out there free I will look into that 
My fear about something that's free is that free things usually have uh, advertisements. Okay, so in these advertisements, you don't know where they come from or what's being loaded. So you don't want maybe your information to get corrupted. So this may be something you may say, you know what, let me just take a chance and just uh, do something secure. But yeah, if you like I said, if you pull it up, if you can pull it up, Joe, um, mm -hmm. so that people can look at the or the dividend tracker. Um, it's got a lot of good features there. Um, I, like I said, I just downloaded it last night and uh paid to see and um i got my hey. stuff loaded up on there so <laughs> yeah i'm gonna jump on that and um i definitely think that that's something that our guest uh will love man that is that is a valuable piece of information right there man i'm i'm, I'm glad uh we we nudged you towards this dividend look man because i tell you what uh these dividends are dope i mean when y'all really sit back and think about it think about just these three right here and, and I ain't gonna let you mess me up on the math this week, um, but <laughs> just these three right here, you look at them, you add it up, that's 96 cents, okay? So 96 cents coming a quarter. Um, let's say you buy a hundred of those, you got $96 coming every quarter, four times a year. So you talk almost $400. And look, this is just at the pricing we're talking about now. So think mm -hmm. about it. Could you use an extra $400 a year? You know, think about when you were short and guess what? Let it go back into the dividends or, or you know what? Create a rule. Say, look, I'm, I'm going to take 50 percent out and I'm going to put 50 percent back in. All right. Cool. Do that. Guess what? Times that times 10 years. Think about that, folks. Times that times 20 years. Money that you ain't really worried about. Just let it grow. Let it grow. Let it grow. Let it grow. I think there's a song out there. I don't know. But I'm just telling y'all, this is some good stuff. And right here on the Tipping Point Morning Show, we discuss this every Saturday. Uh, Leonard with the Stock Spotlight family, we appreciate you, brother. All righty. All righty. I appreciate you, too. And then just to add what Joe was saying is if you take 50% and 50% you hold and 50% you add, and it as it adds up, as it increases, so does that 50% increase. So you're actually compounding your interest on that. So Exactly, exactly. That 50% increases. Um, I'm telling you, man, this is, this is all just good stuff, and people need to really, really take advantage of this because this is, this is retirement. This is uh, the ability to live comfortably uh, 20, 30, 40 years down the road. So... Y'all youngins, y'all better be listening up. And I'm telling you, you better put that money towards it. So, again, next week, family, we'll see you once again. Peace. All right, folks, we're going to jump the commercial real quick. And uh, then we're going to come right back. Hey, uh, shout out to Jocelyn Landers. Appreciate you, family. Shout out to Vicki Irvin. Hey, Mr. Walt knows money. Got to get you back on and have another wow. conversation, bro. We're going to um, do it once again and uh, uh, get you on for the crypto spotlight as well. Hey, and uh, shout out to you, Tiandra Washington. Uh, she was having a great conversation uh, with uh, Pierre and uh, uh, you uh, last night on um, y'all had a great topic y'all talking about. Uh, I, I wanted to touch on it, but uh, maybe we will. Maybe we won't. But either way, we'll be right back, folks. Again, it is the Tipping Point Morning Show. Don't go nowhere. 
Hey folks, check out healthandwow.net. 100% plant-based herbs and supplements. Whether you're in person or online, use the word tipping for 10% off. Remember, feel better, look great, healthandwow.net. Remember, healthandwow.net. Habibi Trading Company, home of soap sticks and Saya Baba products. Over 400 locations at a store near you. Cincinnati, Ohio, Louisville and Lexington, Kentucky, Southern Indiana, or find yours online at sayababa.com. Again, that's sayababa.com. Habibi Trading Company, where you can find fragrances to incite your senses. Tipping Point Show with your host, with your host, Mr. Just Ask Joe, John Yeah, right here on WLOU, streaming live on Facebook and WLOUonline.com. And now, and now, the Tipping Point Show. What's going on, folks? Yes, yes, man. I'm over here making a mess on myself. Drinking <laughs> up this uh, God's goodness right here. I've got some, some man, I got everything in here. I got kale. I got uh, uh, all different type of fruits, blueberries, strawberries. Uh, used my Vitamix uh, Whole Foods blender to uh, create a 100% bioavailable liquid that even my shirt loves. I tell you what, it's uh, that good. But folks, right now we are bringing to the stage Lady Brazilianaire with five minutes in finance and right here on the Tippy Point Morning Show. And uh, let's see, she's got to tell us this week. I'm going to put it out there. She's got to tell us this week all about any <coughs> tutorials or, or training or anything that she has going on this week. I want to hear about that first. I, I always forget to tell you, and I'm just like, oh, I forgot again. So, but first, good morning, everybody. Hello, gentlemen. Thank you again for having So, this month, I don't have any coming up. However, if anyone watching listening who would like to leverage or learn about business credit, please, please, please contact me. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at the Lady Brazilianaire. Click the link in my bio, and then you will see Business Credit 101. Or you can go to my website, www.heather-weatherspoon.com and send me an email and I will get back with you. So gentlemen, today's five minute tip is going to be about this little wooden box that you see me have here. So this is gonna be our shoe box, okay? I'm gonna talk about the shoe box effect. So this actually coincides with what Brother Leonard was talking about and what some of Mother, single mothers can do or just people in general. So I'm going to use my gloves as money. This money is going to be your $5, okay? So you can do this one or two ways. If you still pay with cash, 
Every time you get a $5 bill back, one, two, or three, take that five, put it in your box, and leave it. Okay? Or you can do $5 a day, or you can do $5 once a week, once a month, what have you. So what is that going to do for us? Well, as Brother Leonard mentioned, you can use that to buy more stocks. Or you can use that if you want to go on a vacation. Or you can use it to pay off a debt or a credit card bill or what have you. Or, like me, I just want to use it because I want a new Louis Vuitton bag. So that is my yeah. tip for today. Start you a shoebox collection of nothing but $5 bills, not gloves. <laughs> there you go. Hey, folks, it's 5 Minutes in Financing with... Heather Weatherspoon, Lady Brazilianaire, we appreciate you. Don't forget, hit her up, Lady Brazilianaire, on Instagram. You can click the link. You know, I went through the uh, business course as well. It's fantastic uh, for business credit. You need to do it, uh, whether you're starting out or whether you've been in business. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's good information, even as a reminder that, hey, I forgot I could do this to help with business credit as well. And I have some more information for you, but be checking out in the group. Absolutely. Thank tell you. Us about, tell us about that shirt you wearing. So black spas matter. So I am in the uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a black spa group. It's for any person, man or woman who is in the spa industry. OK, so as you all know, I have a salon. I have a salon suite, a private salon and then also a salon in Texas, Arlington, Texas. So if you are in the spa industry or beauty industry, you can also contact me and I will help you start up your six-figure business on how to properly and successfully own a beauty school, barbershop, or a beauty salon. That's awesome. That's what's up right there, folks. You heard it first here on the Tipping Point Morning Show with Lady Brazilianaire. <laughs> Till next time. Bye. Peace. Awesome, man. Awesome. Uh, good stuff. Always love our um, our beginnings there in, in the morning because we, we've always got some good stuff going on. Lots of great information. And uh, I tell you what, um, good, good, good stuff. See, Jocelyn Landers, she said, ooh. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's what I'm talking about right there. As long as we can um, give some people the ability to 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 grow um, you know, and that's that's what this is. That's what these uh, segments are. That's what this show is about, is uh, giving people the ability to grow. Shout out to you, uh, Satya Myers there. Good stuff. Satya. Satya. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I, I be trying, man. Sometimes it don't always come out right. Yeah, just, uh, just, just, just uh, the tea's absent. Oh, the tea's salad. The first tea. Got you, got you. Awesome. So good stuff there. Um, man, so, you know, we, we were talking last week mm -hmm. about business uh, and, and I thought I, I, I really enjoyed the show going through your business and, you know, production and how you started, how uh, uh, you, you know, created, um, you know, from A to Z, you know, you, you know, soon I'm going to have you over here helping me create some stuff just the same uh, because I'm, I'm, you know, I got containers in, um, I'm, I'm getting oils in and, um, you know, working on product. And then, the, you know, one of the, I've got an order in right now for uh, an actual in the U S company mm. that is going to send me some bottles and I'm, I'm, I'm going to be getting it 
at some really great pricing, which was surprising because it is a, a in-U.S. company, but their big warehouse out of Florida that houses uh, a bunch of uh, stuff. I see the ability to go forward with all different type of products, um, focusing on the oil smell goods line of things. So I'm, I'm going to show you that as well because it might be something you might want to look at. Um, but uh, nonetheless, you know, you know, labels is is my next thing, and and you know, uh, I'm be talking to you about that. But when we start talking about uh, just the creation of business, and this is something that you know, if if uh, Lady Brazilianaire wants to jump back on, um, she definitely is uh, helpful in this conversation as well. But the creating of a business, you know, starting up when it comes to any business out there, then, you know, what do you think one of the, uh, 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 the first things you need to know and do to start a business? Um, you know, first I, I always say, have the ideal that you want, know your ideal before you start the business, take your ideal and research it um it's nothing like researching your craft or whatever it is you're trying to create or do research who's out there already doing it if someone else is doing it what are the names and how they're formulating their product it's very important before you start a business when you have a product that you that you're sure of you feel good about it has to be something you like doing yourself first of all it's nothing like trying to sell a product you don't like. You don't have no motivation for it, right? So once you kind of find the product that you're looking for, now you need to come up with a name. Maybe so much not as a name of a product, but or the name of the product, but the name of the business. Some people name their business after the name of the product, which is not that good if you're planning on bringing in more products, right? Because now yeah. you get more products and now you've got this one name of the company that shows the same name. And that's cool if that's the only product you're going to be rocking with. But once you come up with a name of a product or slash name of your business, first thing you need to do is go research the name. Make sure it ain't taken. Right. I mean, you may have to add something to the name if if uh, if it is taken. Then the first thing you want to do is go buy your domain. Go to uh, GoDaddy, one of the domain companies and, and domains ain't number four dollars. You know, so if you hit and miss and feel like you buy a domain you don't use, it's no big deal. It's just four dollars. But you want to do is buy your domain first, because if you start a business and you put that name out there and they don't see a website, somebody can go buy the domain and hold it. And then when you go and try to use that domain or try to buy it, you can't buy it. Now you got to either buy it from them or start all over again with adding some initials or something to the website like so-and-so online.com, right? Everybody wants the .com. Nobody really wants the .net because the .com is more common and more people use it, right? So once you do your search and you, and you find that name is available, buy it. It doesn't matter whether you 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 may change that name later. That's okay. Again, it's just four dollars, right, for the domain. Bad for one year. If you do use it, then you can go and and uh, secure it for five years and 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 hook it up to your account to where you never lose that domain. Because here's why: domains are important. <clears throat> domains are not um, 
IPs. In other words, let's say, for instance, when when the Internet started, the people, the white boys that was called Silicon Valley, these white boys was buying up domains. So let's say, like, for instance, I go buy a domain Ford.com, uh, GE, General Electric.com. They don't own that. So if I go online and I go buy Ford.com, FordOnline.com, I can buy a bunch of Ford stuff. And if they try now want to create a website and they see, oh, Ford.com is taken. Oh, FordOnline.com is taken, right? So now this is where the money comes in. They will buy that domain from you for no telling how much money based upon how much the company's worth because i've seen some domains costing two or three million dollars right because someone owns it and they own it of the number of a, a name of a company that they're holding hoping that that company buy from them <laughs> that's how it works so you can buy domains you can see somebody's company and you start seeing it and, and i want to talk about algorithms in a minute and talk about how that works so if you go on go if you go on GoDaddy. And you push in that domain and you don't buy it and you go back and do it again, you can find that domain is taken because somebody's watching you click into the domain and looking at it, coming back and looking at it. Now, someone else done bought it and hoping you come back and see it bought. Then they're going to sell it to you. Right. So once you come up with the name. Go buy the domain. See if the domain's available and go buy it. And that way, if you ever want to down the road, come up with so-and-so.com, boom, you own it. So that I would say that's the first thing to do. First, come up with your product. What's your, what is your ideal? What is it that makes you happy? Don't start a business that doesn't make you happy, right? This is the vibration that you want. You want a product that solves a problem. Absolutely. You want a product that solves the problem. If you're an inventor and you go and try to get a patent, one of the questions on the patent, one of the first question is, what is the problem you're trying to solve? Right. Because if you have a product, you go on to try to solve a problem is that will determine how much money you can make, because that determines the category is going in and the problem you're trying to solve to reach the people that are going to be interested in that product. So first, come up with the product. Figure out what you want to do that you want to sell or that you want to offer the world and everything's a service. No matter what business you have, it's about serving people. And so once you come up with the name, go research the name, see if it's available, see if it's out there for you. And then go buy the domain if the domain's available. Boom. And, and then you go and get your tax ID, right? Which is simple. You can Google the information, but I tell you, you're going to find some website that will sell you a tax ID. What they're doing is you go into that website and they're going to register your ID with the IRS anyway. So what you want to do go is just go to straight to rs.com and you can register and get your your um your uh, IE free don't yeah. cost you nothing. Uh, IRS, yep, the IRS, uh, IRS.gov. Correct. Uh, and I think .com will take you there as well. But IRS.gov and ultimately, you know, that's that's the way I've always done it. Now, what I learned um, here recently is to register my business name with the state first and then go back and, backwards and backwards uh you won't you go get the feds first the state automatically gets the info and they're going to send you the information you ain't got to send the state nothing they're going to follow what the government do if you go and get you a uh, a tax id 
with the IRS, immediately that state is going to send you the information already signed and ready to go with your state, whether your business is a yeah. free, yeah. they're going to automatically send it. So you went backwards. You went and did the state first and did well, that. See, and, and, and that's what I've always done was go to IRS.gov first. Right. But here recently, um, I was on the phone with uh, an IRS personnel and they told me otherwise. They said, you should you you they told me that i did it backwards that i should have went to the state registered first and then came back because you're right when you when you go to irs.gov you're going to get a letter in the mail from the state saying hey you registered this name and uh, uh you, know, you need to go ahead and solidify exactly. it here with the state. exactly exactly so it really saves you time and, and and i don't have several i have several tax ids uh, and so it, it really saves time when you do it that way. Boom. And the state now looking for you. The state is looking for you saying, hey, you registered with the feds. Uh, you owe some money. And so that's how it works. They'll start looking for you. So it saves the time of going that way and going that other way. So I'm glad you clarified that because the state will follow whatever the IRS is doing. Absolutely. absolutely. Now, here's a trick to that. <laughs> here's, a, here's a little trick. Now, and, and I hate to, I, I'm going to put it out there. So you can go and sign, get you a tax ID. You have a federal tax ID. Do you know that when the state sends you that information, you can send it back and decline and still hold on to your federal tax ID? Yes, you can. And still use that federal tax ID in business transactions. Okay. Okay. <laughs> For the people in the back that didn't hear it, say it one more time. Okay, so if you go and register uh, with the IRS for a tax ID, EIN number, mm -hmm. the, the, the state will send you information saying, hey, we see that you have registered for a, a uh, an employment number. Here's the information you need to start paying your taxes. Send them a letter and just say, I ain't started no business. When I do, I'll let you know. You will still be holding on. You will still be able to keep the EIN number. And you don't have to give it up. You don't have to let it go. You keep it and you can use it. And nobody's questioning you. Nobody's coming to say, hey, you still using this number? Why aren't you why, why aren't you paying taxes on it? So they'll never come, they'll never come knocking on your door. Like we had talks before about the IRS don't come looking for you. They're not gonna ask you any questions. And yet you have a and you can open up a bank account with that same number and still operate as a business, and the state is kind of separate from it. And that's the difference. Exactly, exactly. That's just uh, a secret. But anyway, uh, that's a secret. I'm not saying I use it, but I'm telling you it works, right? <laughs> Kari Muhammad said, Kentucky has a one-stop site where you can do it all at once. Absolutely. And uh, earlier when you were talking about the- want to know what the hell you doing. Exactly, exactly. And uh, they make it easy for you to fall into that. Um, he is, as you were talking earlier, he said he had to pay $1,600 for his domain from a company in china i wouldn't have paid it i would have i would have created another domain there's no yeah. way i would have paid it i would have created another one i would have detoured that because that's what happens when you're trying to buy domains are cheap you know that right and so why would i go through that if i can just like i said that's why it's first me and you talked about something a while back and what was i telling you go buy the domain 
because as people start hearing you talk about business and talk about it in your own line, somebody done already purchased that domain because, and this is what, this is where the algorithms comes in. And, and, and let me, let me use this point of view real quick. Um, so we know what algorithms are. We know how it works, how it follows you on your computer. And then it starts sending you information that you like and click on. So in other words, if you own social media, Facebook, whatever, and you click videos like whatever of a fight, street uh -huh. fight, right? What happens is the algorithm begins to say, hey, this is what you like, and it sends you more. Doesn't that sound familiar? Sound almost like the subconscious mind and what it wants and it can mm -hmm. constantly get. So they're following you around with this information. In China, they don't, they don't do it that way. It's just a little different. So in other words, if you put something out there, something's following you based on your likes and what you're clicking, and it sends you more of the things you like. OK, so you have to watch what information you put out on social media. Once you get to talk it like we talk about, once that frequency is out there, it's out there. It, it is more out there when you put it on social media and you tell your ideals and you own here typing in your ideals. It's easy for someone to steal your information or and get in front of you and go buy a domain and hold it. So that's why I say it's very important to understand your name, the name you want to use. Now, now, it depends on how important it is, the name, because you can always come in and say, well, uh, John so-and-so dot com is taken. But what about John so-and-so online or John so-and-so something else? You got to figure something else. You got to be creative if you're stuck on that certain name, but somebody owns it and won't won't give it to you. Uh, I know somebody just went and did dot net. Mm -hmm. Right went around it and said, I'm not paying y'all $16, $2,000. No, I'll just go around you and do something this way. So you got to figure it out, but no way I would have paid $1,600 for a domain. Uh -uh. That's, that's what I did with just as Joe.net and, um, you know, circumventing somebody else's.com. Correct. Whoever, whoever that just as Joe was, is, you know, not as great as me. Right. So, um, I went ahead and, and did the .net and uh that traffic uh does what it does yeah but uh but yeah absolutely right heather uh miss lady brazilian as she she wanted to jump on she has uh some things as well i've been trying to get her attention for the last 10 minutes sending her text messages and, <laughs> and private chat messages to ask her i didn't want to just pop her up on the screen and whatnot but uh here she is she's got a couple things that she wants to add to this conversation go ahead sis tell us some more so yes, so John, I definitely agree with everything you were saying. I don't know if you could see me in the backstage. I was like, yes, 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 everything. So my two things, the domain, of course, as you said, is very important. Not only do I own the domain to my business, but I own my name. So mm. as you heard me say, my website is www.heather-weatherspoon. That's my name. So why did I do that? Well, people want to know, well, who is who was the owner of Exquisite Links Beauty and Brow Bar, Exquisite Beauty Institute? Who is this person? Oh, it's her. Well, let's go find who she is. And people will do that. They will go behind your back. Oh, well, I'm just going to buy her name. And that's not who that is. I am that person. I'm behind everything. So not only do I own the domain to all of my brands, but I also own my name, too. So if so, no matter if you Google my business, you're going to find me. If you Google me, you're going to find my business. I'm like the first three or four pages on Google. So no matter what you do, you're going to see me. Number two, 
uh, beta test your products. As you were saying, John, you want to do something that you have a passion for, something that you love to do. There's no point in you making a business or creating a business and you don't love what you do. Correct. I'm pretty sure we all know somebody or some people who have made created a product or cre or who I, I want to sell this for that, for, that, for that MLM, you know, company. And they hate it. They absolutely hate it. So it's very important that you do a beta test. Anytime you go on Shark Tank, what do they always ask you? Well, is this prop this product already being sold? Is it already in stores? You have to give them that information. Yes, we have tested this with that with a thousand parents or a thousand couples or what have you. And 50% said they liked it. 20% said they didn't like it. The other percent said they would like liked it, but change this. You gotta do a beta test. This also helps you get bring light to you and to your brand. This oh helps you be a better business owner and learn how to take constructive criticism so that <laughs> beta test and own your name that's right that's awesome that's right so so, so, so i'm sure we, we, when we're talking i'm going to ask you a question and i know i, I think i'm owning up i asked you this before about people who um start a business they may have already started a business but they didn't do the groundwork good mm -hmm. enough or or and they don't know how to price their service mm -hmm. i'm sure you ran into individuals that have came to you and probably did some work for you and said uh pay me what you can or pay me whatever right and you, what are you worth what do you want and they can't right. give you the answer oh absolutely absolutely all the time and you know and i looked at them and i said well what are your credentials you know you said well pay me whatever okay well i'm looking at your work are you consistent are you dependable are you giving me my my information in a timely manner 24 to 48 hours 72 at the most i'm a very busy person so i need for you to be as quick as i am so if you want me to pay you a hundred dollars an hour then i'm gonna need for you to show me what that looks like Mm. particularly what I do, I like, as you all know, save money, of course. I like to help people who are in college. I like to help them build their portfolios because somewhere along the line, I'm going to end up hiring you on my team. So let me go ahead and mold you per se, or to see what you're about. Let me see if you've actually been paying attention to your professors. 80% of the time I do hire them on the other ones. You can, you can do a little bit more work, but yes, I, I typically get them when they're babies, when they're fresh out of college, and that's how I help them. Awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. I tell you. So, you know, when, when you really think about it, um, as we talk about uh, starting a business, why doesn't everyone start their own business? You know, why why doesn't everyone focus on, you know, I mean, well, let's not say everyone, but I I know you guys have seen and heard plenty of people who have had great ideas and stuff like that. And 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 they've talked about it and talked about it and talked about it and talked about it. Mm -hmm. And then they talked about it and then they talked about it and talked about it. Mm -hmm. And then they, they kept talking about it and talking about it, but they just never started like. You know, do you do you think it's a, a lack of information or do you think it's a lack of passion? You know, why do you think most people and, and we can officially statistically say, why do you think most people that have a business idea don't start their business? Well, you have two people in the world. You have thinkers and you have doers. OK, those are thinkers. 
Okay, we're doers. It's a big difference. Number two, majority of the time when you hear people just keep talking, they're either looking for somebody to take it over and do it for them, or they just want you to give them all the information and so they can sit back and say, yes, I did it. No, you didn't do anything. I did it. But again, as we talked about earlier, it's mindset. A lot of people are afraid because it's so much information and they don't know where to start. This is where you hear the old people say, closed mouth, don't get fed. Open your mouth. Ask me if you need help and I can help you, then okay. If I can't help you, then I'm going to direct you to someone who can. But majority of the people, they are afraid to ask for help. They, 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 they want to start the business, but they just, they're afraid. And so they look for somebody else to do it for them. One of the things I say is that the uh, uh, reason that people don't have an idea and they don't start a business, it, it, there's two parts to this right here. Um, one is a business is for everyone. And, and just because you have an idea doesn't mean it has to be a business, if that makes sense, right? Um, and so you can have an idea and still be working for someone if you don't want to start your own business. You're still valuable to someone and what you're bringing to the table. Okay, number one. Uh, and, and I think for uh, there's a reason why most people don't do it is because most people have not uh, do the homework and first completing the ideal in their brain first. And so it is like um, it is like we talked about um, the ability to have focus and to have a goal. Right. So a goal is something that you see tangible in your head. It doesn't exist in this dimension, but it's in your head. You have to have full awareness of it. You have to have it complete. If you have a product in your head, you have to have the whole product complete. The color, the size, the look, everything all the way around before you can bring it into existence. And the reason people don't go fully because they are either two things, either they really don't believe in it. Or they don't have the passion to bring it into this existence because so, it takes work. You cannot just think of something and not move forward towards it. But the key is that most people do not give it full attention because why? Uh, there's too much, too many things distracting it. So if I was to ask a person, well, what is your ideal? How often do you think of that ideal? I was just having a conversation with someone the other day, and you asked this question to many people. What do you see yourself in five years from now? And so you can hear a vague statement or you can hear a detailed statement. If you hear a vague statement, that means that person really don't know. If you hear a detailed statement, a detail means how they look. What do they look like? What kind of car they're driving? What kind of home they're driving? Yes, we're talking material things, but this is your this become how you see yourself. How you're going to get there don't matter at this point. Do you see yourself uh, with abundance? Do you see yourself in living this type of lifestyle? So you have to see it. You have the ideal of what you want to be here is one thing. Okay, I want to be a business person. Okay, but you don't know what type of business person you want to be. But here you see yourself living a lifestyle that you want to live, whether you're living on a yacht, whether you're living in a mansion, whatever it is, see it. See it first in here. And so that is the part that people really don't get. They don't get to use the visualization in the brain because sometimes people will assume that if you try a goal and they're afraid of failure, they feel like they feel hopeless. Because they think the failure, they're afraid to challenge anything new because they're afraid to fail. So why not just go get a job? 
Now, again, I'm not knocking jobs because why? You can have a talent or a skill that you're servicing someone else. But at the same time, that talent or skill can be something you can create. Eight. But if you don't want to do the work, you don't want to do all the paperwork and learning this and learning how to sell, learning marketing, because it's a big task in having a successful business. It ain't just you thinking about it. You better learn some marketing. You better learn sales. You better learn management. You better learn accounting. That takes work. And a lot of people don't want to do the work. Fuck it. I just go to work for eight hours and come home, drink my beer, smoke a joint and watch a game. Right. Because here's the thing. If you in business for yourself, you eat and sleep your business. You're fucking thinking about your business 24 fucking seven. There is no going home clocking out. A lot of us have what is called eight hour mentality. And this is why it's hard to leap to an entrepreneurship because entrepreneur is not an eight hour. You wake up thinking business till you go to bed thinking business. When you work for yourself, there is no there is no breaks. Right. You enjoy this creativity. I enjoy creating. It's a part of who I am. So so there is no I take a break. I'm going if I'm on vacation, I'm still thinking business. I'm thinking of a new product. Oh, look at that. Oh, I can create that. So you, you got to have that mindset. And that mindset is the key to success. But you got to have that mindset. I even think about the business when I'm sleeping. Right. <laughs> wake up and go, oh, it's 2.30. Oh, it's 2.30. What can I sell and get that much? <laughs> okay. Oh, mm. yeah, but do they have that what is called eight-hour mentality. And when you're self-employed, there is no eight hours. You ain't got time to watch a game unless you already complete your task. I don't watch TV. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, too, you know, on top of that, I would say support being another thing, you know, because a lot of people, you know, I've seen people with great ideas, but they have a, a, a support system that doesn't support them with their ideas, mm -hmm. you know. So I, I think, you know, one thing, you know, especially relationships, what's the number one cause for divorce when it comes to marriage is money, right? So um, to, you know, naturally, women believe in security, right? And in this day and age, what have people been taught about security? It's it's job, right? The 40-40 club, right? Um, 40 hours a week, 40 years of your life. With that in mind, then having support is majorly important. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, when you start talking some of those uh, millionaire guys, uh, you know, then some of those guys, they'll sit there and tell you, look, <laughs> uh, I had to let mine go and, 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 and focus on creating the everything that I wanted first um, to give me the ability. I think, to I think back. yeah, I think Heather got to go. She Heather's got to go. I think she's got a client just walked in. I saw okay. the information. So see you later, sis. Appreciate you. Bye, Bye. sis. Bye -bye. Appreciate you. <laughs> and, and that's it. You know, it, it takes a certain type of focus. And, you know, there's a, a lot of people don't have that. And when it comes to support, you know, not everybody has that support to be able to go dive in. I, I know when my dad, my, my dad did it, man. I mean, growing up, uh, you know, he had a, a couple different, few different ideas and business and, and, and stuff like that. And when I look at him now, he went back to, 
you know, kind of his his root, which was, um, you know, uh, IT and electronics. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that he does for his passion outside of work. Um, but when it comes to, you know, his his job and, and he's excelled so much in that. But he had the support to be able to do that, the support to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and study and take the, and get this other certification so that I can grow in um, my IT field. Uh, so that brings more money, which uh, essentially uh, gives him the opportunity to focus even more on passions um, like playing the sax and everything else that uh, that they do. But, you know, having the support. And so if you feel like you don't have the support, then sometimes you may have to say, I need to go get the support. You know, so that's surrounding yourself with the right people. Yeah. And I, I'd say that don't look for support from your family first. Oh, please don't do that. <laughs> if it happens, it's really good and a blessing if it happens from your family. Man. But you want to be broader. You want to be a more broader than that yeah. when it comes to your support. And support can be based upon whether or not do they like what you're offering. Okay. If I like mm. what you're offering, I'm going to support you. But understand this. Support will come from the strangest people. Well, support will come from people don't even know you. They just met you. So you got to understand that. And you got to be willing to accept support from others. And so sometimes we have a blind eye. We blind it. And so we're blinded by what social media and what things we were told about certain people. Like I give an example. Um, if, 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 if you was to go meet somebody and you told me, hey, I'm going to meet so-and-so. I said, hey, I know so-and-so. And man, watch them. They'll do this to you. And they'll try to do that to you. And they'll try to do that. Now I've done toxified your brain before the meeting. So now you go into the meeting with a toxic view, looking for the things I told you about the individual, but the individual never treated you and showed you none of that. But you walked around with that toxic view, right? And so now you done, you possibly can go in a meeting with that attitude and block your support, block somebody that will really be there for you because you listen to a hater that tells you about someone else that didn't treat you the way they treated them. And we'll carry that information to the next meeting. And so we just think about that mindset of why we can't have support. I think this, I think that if you truly don't have support at all, you probably need to look inside yourself and ask, why can't I get people to support me? What is it about me that I put out there that is so toxic? Nobody wants to support me. Now, family is one thing because, see, family are stuck in who you were. Then they don't know who you are, who you're trying to be. Family always, mostly family are the worst people because they're going to want to keep you in the mindset of who they know you as from their subconscious mind while you don't already moved and transitioned into a new life. But imagine if you have no support, nobody's backing you up. You got to ask yourself, do you even like yourself? Because that's the energy you put now. If you're putting that energy out, I ain't getting no support. But first, do you support you? Because love of self is the first way to gain love for, uh, from others. If you don't love yourself, you can't get no one to love you. I'm sorry. You just can't. Man, now that's important stuff right there. And you're getting into a mindset shift uh, when you start uh, talking some of this stuff. And, you know, it, 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 it's good 
that we talk about it because these are the behind the scenes stuff that people don't talk about when it comes to business, the things, the thought process, uh, the mindset, everything that people just don't talk about when it comes to business. You know, I mean, and, and, and even, you know, as we, we talked about starting a business, you know, talking to, you know, your, our brother Diego, you know, he talks a lot about investing in business, you know, so he's from that standpoint. So he's like an entrepreneur, you know, they focus on the creation, you know, they're, they're from beginning to end focusing on the business in that perspective. Uh, but when you start talking, you know, him as an investor, you know, his thing is he goes and he looks at the numbers and he wants to invest in the business. Um, and so then he'll have multiple different investments going on in multiple different businesses. But uh, that entrepreneur spirit is just something that, you know, cannot be replaced at all. And it's something that uh, uh, you have to have when you're you're starting up a business. I mean, I guess people can start up something that maybe they're not that passionate about and but they know that it just will make money. Um, but at the same time, as uh, Earl Nightingale has said plenty of times, um, I think it was Earl Nightingale uh, or it might have been um, uh, your other boy, uh, Napoleon Hill. But uh, typically anyone will say if you are focused on creating a business surrounded around something that you love, that you're passionate about, then, um, you know, it's it's not like a job or anything. It's not like a bit, you know, you're going to work to have fun. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? You wake up every day having fun. So that's good stuff there, man. Um, you know, I. And and I'm not just ask if if you cool with this, but <laughs> I I love going down your timeline. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, you know, just shifting the conversation a bit. Uh, you you always have an interesting. I mean, I, I I be wondering sometimes. Do you just have somebody else that just focuses on um, finding things and uh, posting it on your timeline for you? Because you always have some great great stuff on your uh timeline and uh uh yesterday there was uh something about uh candace owens uh -huh. that i thought was great but the thing that popped in my head is why do so many people hate candace owens mm. why why is that it, because all i see is what i see is her spitting the truth now there was a time that I heard what Candace Owens said. No, there was a time that I saw on social media sound bites, uh, clipped videos yes. of what Candace Owens would say. Correct. And then it wasn't until my mindset started to shift and I started to do something that a lot of people don't do, which mm. is go research mm. for the whole video, mm. the whole topic, the whole conversation, and then really see how the media takes things, chops it up, and then people put it out there for their own uh, perspective or, or what have you, you know, the vibrations that they're uh, feeling and, and, and putting out there. But this this video right here, if you don't mind, I'm going to show this. Yeah, yeah that's what that's and, what um, I think this would be dope. But again, it just reigns in why do people hate her so much um, when I feel like the only thing she's doing is speaking the truth. 
Yep. So let's just get into it. And then after we get into this, I'm going to show another video that you posted that kind of backs up what she's saying. <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, we'll, we'll get into this uh, real quick, folks. Let's see. Bada bing, bada boom. Men in the world, right? But men are crappy because we've created a system where manhood has become obsolete. Mm -hmm. You keep increasingly telling men more and more they can't matter. When I say, who are they being told that by? You know, there, like I said, there's there's more sinister implications here of why we're making manhood obsolete. When we're saying masculinity is wrong, this is wrong, this is backwards. You don't need a man. Uh, you can you can just have a baby without a man. You're starting to see that sort of programming happening with young women. When you're telling women to act like men, you should aspire to the things that men naturally might aspire to. Mm -hmm. uh, when you remove the the more natural feeling of men being providers and women being nurturers, which is a beautiful yin and yang that just works, right? Mm -hmm. So you're creating men to feel obsolete and then women are complaining because men aren't being men. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't work that way, mm -hmm. right? And not only that, then increasingly you're telling women to be the opposite of what I think men want. You complain about men, but are you being the type of a woman that a man would want, mm -hmm. right? It's mm. a self-perpetuating problem. And then you say that and they, oh my God, Kansas is a horrible human being. And I'm I'm looking at you going, I, I'm not a dude. I wouldn't date you. Mm. Mm. So, you know, there are interesting, men interesting in the world, right? topic but right there. So I want to, I want to show you guys something uh, congruent with that conversation there. Um, so let's go ahead and take a look. There's no place in black America you can go and find the four essential institutions needed for a community. Bank, school, supermarket, hospital. And you know why that's ironic? Last year, Black America in 2016, we spent $2 billion on Air Jordans, $4 billion on liquor and alcohol, $600 million on fast food, and we spent, we bought twice the amount of Mercedes Benzes as white America, although white America has twice the wealth of black women. So the question becomes, why, what is it about the Mercedes Benz that makes it so attractive to African-Americans even when they can barely afford it? And it's because it's a status symbol. And one thing we know about oppressed people, when you can't enjoy true freedom, you surround yourself with the symbols of that freedom. And that's why the Louis bag is so important. That's why our children will care kill for Air Jordans. It's not the sneaker, it's what it represents. And if I believe I'm worthless, that means I can only add value to myself by what I put on my body as opposed to what I put in it. Awesome, awesome. So here's where I'm coming from, all right, in putting those two videos together. Um, in this American corporation that we're in, right, this, uh, this, this, U, this United States of America incorporated business uh, monopoly board that we play on, Right. Money is equated to power. It, it it gives you the ability to 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 move things, make things happen in many different ways. Right. And as we see in our society, there's a there's a small sect of, of people who have uh, lots of money that are able to puppeteer and make things happen here in America. So when I look at this and, and, you know, you can go look up some of the numbers yourself from uh, uh, <clears throat> here, but we have the money as a people. Right. But when it comes to actually directing that money in a particular direction, 
um, in order to make uh, what we need as a people happen in this country. We don't because we're stuck in the, the, the woes of what society has created for us, right? We're stuck in the TV, the radio, the newspaper, uh, the social media, and, and, and cell phone advertising of what society uh, wants for us. Therefore, we take all the money that we get and we focus on showing it off um, and, and, and we focus on falling into these societal woes as opposed to, you know, taking those monies and putting it where it really needs to go in order to make uh, life better for us or for each individual. You know, we talk about it on the Truth Be Told show, you know, focus on the individual first and then focus on the family and uh, the community at large. Right. Um, so when, when we really look at this, you know, people hate Candace Owens. Um, you know, she's spitting truth like all the time. You know, it, it's it's us that she's trying to fix. Therefore, mm -hmm. it's truth about us. Right. And, and that's the thing. People say, oh, well, she's whitewashed. Well, then why is she talking about what white people need to do? <laughs> you know what I mean? She's talking about what we need to do because, I mean, obviously she has a, a particular passion for people that look like her. Right. You know, and I think that people look and they say, OK, well, she's dating a white man, you know, and and this, that and the other. So um, right there, she's null and void. You yeah. know, um, I mean, I've heard about stories from people on their deathbed that were right in Martin Luther King's circle, you know, and it wasn't always peaches and cream. But does it negate the words that came out of his mouth? Does it negate his passion for what he was doing? Does it negate the 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 realization of maybe a wrongful direction that he was leading people in the end? You know, I don't think uh, his 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 personal ills um, negate any of that. But you know, when it comes to any of this stuff, man. You know, I want to kind of close out moving in the thought process of how do we how do we go? How do how do people uh, go from uh, how can people separate their emotion, emotions of what they feel about a particular person versus the truth that may come from their mouth? Uh, you know, I remember when um, and, and this is uh, this is the Candace Owens piece. Um it's very interesting. Uh, I'm not sure what we what we do is we listen with our emotions. We don't listen with our intellect. And there's a difference. Intellect, emotions. So this is why this is on top of the emotion, because you're supposed to think here. So let me give you an example. So I remember when um, Bill Cosby made the statement in the public where all white people can hear telling black men to be responsible, pull your pants up, start taking care of your kids. Now, these was facts, but black people pounced on him. You know why they pounced on him? 
They pounced on him saying, <clears throat> why are you airing our dirty laundry all out in America? See, they didn't question the truth or not. They challenged him because of their emotions of what white people would think of them if he makes this statement. You see how that's emotional. The intellect went out the door. So they asked Bill Cosby, and I remember Bill Cosby was at uh, the NAAC, NAACP. He was at a conference and they asked him, man, why'd you go and air our stuff out? And he said, listen, you're driving down the road and you're driving on the road where the bridge is out. And someone hollers, the bridge is out, nigga, or whatever. Do you fucking keep driving because you're mad because he called you a name telling you the bridge is out? Or did you not hear him say the bridge is out? See how emotion make us forget he said the bridge is out, but we got emotional because he called us a nigga. And so we kept driving. That's where we are. See, people who are listening to Candace Owens are attaching her to their emotions. She's married to a white man. She's airing our dirty laundry out. But if I say, why don't you don't, why is it that she said you don't like, you don't, you can't tell us. You just, I don't like her. Well, why? Because it's attached to your emotions. If you cannot tell me intellectually, what does she do or say that harms you as an individual? You see, we hate without justification. You know, if I was to ask, what did he do to you? Like Donald Trump all day. The reason, the number one reason a lot of niggas, Negroes hate Candace Owens because she's she was praising Donald Trump. Anybody praises, anybody black praises Donald Trump, you a sellout. But here's the question. What has he done to you that you can point to that hurt you? All you can say, well, he talked about the, the Central Park Five. No, I said you. You can't answer it. So your intellect, your emotion, your thoughts of your don't like him is attached to your emotions. He said this about the, the Central Park Five, right? Um, so we use the emotion to overshadow the intellect. Damn. Oh, I missed it. He gave up this much money. Oh, I missed that He helped a lot of black people. Oh, I missed that He's the one that financed Operation Push with Jesse Jackson. Oh, I missed these points. You didn't hear none of that. You went straight to Donald Trump's racist and the word racist is attached to what? Our emotions. So we get emotionally roused up. Donald Trump's a racist. He don't like black. That's what got people all in the riots and shit, right? Because they know how to turn it down and fuck with our emotions, right? And we get us. We, we don't use the intellect. We don't think. So if I ask the person, why don't you like Candace Owens? You ain't telling me nothing here. You're telling me something here. But then you disregard every facts that she said. Everything you didn't challenge those facts. Is she telling the truth or not is all I want to know. Fuck what you think of how she lived. The hell would you think that she's married to a white man? I don't care. I'm not in her bedroom. I'm not making her happy. So I don't care how she gets her happiness in the world. I want to know what did she say that was so wrong that it affect you and no one gives you that answer. And this is where we are. So when I listen to black people talk about they don't lock Candace Owens. All I tell you that all I know I hear is emotion, just emotional. And this is our problem. And this goes back to the algorithms, you see, because here's what we follow. 
And we do not know that the same thing they created in the algorithm is the same technology that was they were copying inside the subconscious mind. See, there's a thing called Internet. So so you put information here. It goes into the atmosphere and goes to another unit and goes down the card to another computer. You know where they got that from? Telepathic communication by following how we can actually communicate without wars. You can feel my intentions. You can feel my emotions if you are in tune to the person that's in your presence. You can feel it, right? This is how it works. So if I'm thinking a thing, we done talked about this many times. If I'm thinking of something, if I'm putting thought out there, if I'm, if, if I'm constantly where you are in life shows me what you think about most. So if I'm putting that thought out there and I'm putting fight, I want to fight. I want to fight. I want to just want to hit somebody. I go on the Internet and that's all I see is street fight, street fight, street fight, street fight. So it's following me. And if I keep thinking that, thinking that, guess what? I'm going to be into a fight. Somebody going to hit me in my mouth or I'm going to hit them in the mouth. Why? Because I'm sending that algorithm, that frequency out there. They say, you know, I'm in a fight every damn week. Next thing you know, you broke every week. Every week you're living check to check because your own mind says you're broke and you actually plan that, but you don't know it. This is how algorithms work in computer. If you on your timeline seeing when you just said that about my timeline, my timeline is about education. You don't see no garbage, bitch, whole fighting. You don't see that shit on my timeline. And guess what's interesting? I can go on a person's page and I can scroll down and I can say, damn, I never saw that on my timeline. I, you know why? Because my algorithms are already set for what I put in it, meaning they watch my clicks. They're watching where I'm going. They're watching my likes. They don't see me liking on fights and shit. I don't even stop scrolling when I see a fight. I just keep going. Unless it's a control fight like boxing or martial arts. Then I stop because I'm into that. And guess what? It sends me more of that information. So it's the same thing that is following. So if you don't like Candace Owens and you don't know have a reason, you're walking around with an unchecked mind. You need to check your mind and ask yourself why. Because this is when I say that People, we need to we need to check our thoughts. We sit around and believe everything we think, and we're wrong. Joe, you and I have been on the right track since we started this show. We've been against the COVID thing, the shots, and all of that. And look where we are. We done had people like I don't want to mention his name, T something. He had us on a show with doctors and, and try to think that he was going to help the doctors beat us down. We go in there and just punch doctors in the face <laughs> and have the doctors questioning their head. Damn, did I just do that? With, he, with well, facts. With he, facts. With facts. And he never brought us in. So we and in fact, that show for a minute didn't get aired because we turned that show upside down. So. So what I'm saying is that you and I have been riding on the same algorithm since very day one. And now when you look, you'll see Fauci's under investigation. This mass shit is gone away. We were on the right track from the very beginning. And so when you look at that behavior, those things, we brought that into our existence. By the way, we were thinking two years ago, we're still talking about that same thing today. And now we look at us and we say, damn, we were right 
a year ago when we started the show combating and people on WLOU was talking against us and we didn't stop. We didn't give a shit what anybody said. We believed it was wrong and it's proven that it was wrong. Those of you taking a shot, you were just on the wrong side of the track. That's just that simple. So that's why I appreciate how me and you vibe together because that's the same algorithms or the frequency we connected exactly. with. Exactly. You know, and, and it's interesting because you know what what you said about airing out our, our dirty laundry, and that's that's what's happening. I mean, you would think that Ice Cube would have known better. You know, I mean, we 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 shut Ice Cube down as a, as a people. We was you know we was totally against it. Why? Because you know he went to the Democrats. Democrats said no, not now. Uh, went to Trump. Trump said yes now. But then we we sat there as a people, as a society, and 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 our culture shut him down um, as he was as he was talking. And and the only reason why I say you would think that Ice Cube would have known better is because really what should be happening, folks, is that when our dirty laundry is aired out, a beat should be behind it. All right, it should be a beat behind it. Why? Because that's what the hell happens in all this garbage music that we have today anyway we can air out the dirty laundry as long as there's a beat behind it and many will flock to it and 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 uh they will buy it and uh make people rich uh based on us airing out our dirty laundry so we don't like it when it doesn't have a beat behind it when there's a beat behind it we love when people air out our dirty laundry when there's a beat behind it. So, oh, man, that's the uh, point. That's and, that's why, and that's why I say, that's why I say uh, Ice Cube should have known better. He should have put a beat behind it. He would have accepted it if we had put a beat behind it. America, a beat behind it. He should have had a beat behind it. That was the problem all along. If we man. That's we, a fact. We could be uh, a half a billion dollars richer, or whatever the case may be, um, as a as a culture, as a society, as a melanated community. If in fact Ice Cube had put a beat behind it, um, so that right there. Hey, that story that you were talking about with Bill Cosby is that the um, is that the uh, the was was that like a comedy skit where he was no. talking about? That? Okay, okay. No, it was real shit. Yeah, he it was real shit when he was telling black men pull their pants up and start taking care of your family. And um, then next thing you know, black people just pounced on him. And they didn't mad, they wasn't mad at the facts. I mean, niggas need to pull their pants up and niggas need to take care of their kids. Other majority, not everybody, but other majority. We know we are some sad ass brothers when it comes out here not taking care of our kids. I don't understand a man walking away from his own kid. I, I remember being in a store one time and I heard a brother mention that his girl's pregnant, but he's hoping she don't have a girl. He said, I hope she don't have a girl because the way I treat these women out here, I don't want nobody to treat my, my little girl like that. I just turned around and looked and said, well, God damn, you know? And so it's really sad. We have this mentality, but a lot of our brothers, and this is the condition we're in, the condition we're in that the fathers are not in the house. These are why women are running around with this masculinity because they didn't have a dad. And this is why niggas are running around with their pants down. They ain't taking care of their kids because they didn't have a dad. I don't know why women would even have sex with a motherfucker with his pants down. I, 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 that just blows my fucking mind. <laughs> I, I just, bro, how did he get pussy? And you, how did he get that shit? You know, how'd you give him some with his pants hanging down? You can tell he ain't nobody. It, right and in my days and i'm only talking from my days because so 
So I just turned 61, by the way. Yay! So, you know, in my day, when I was coming up, you didn't have to tell a, a boy, a teenager, or a grown-ass man to pull his pants up. That wasn't invented to having your pants down. Women in my days were women. Even the prostitutes had clothes on. Then you got women ain't even prostituting. They're walking around naked with their breasts out and ass out, right? <laughs> they ain't selling nothing. And here's what's interesting. <laughs> here's what's interesting. What's interesting, I remember a conversation and it's very interesting, and this is not a strike against, yeah, it is. So this is a strike against maybe, uh, uh, you know, women who dress a certain way. And so some brother says, damn, you got some fine, you got some fine ass on you, this and that. And so some women are tired of being looked at sexually. And I really get it because all our focus is on is ass. We ain't thinking intellect. But, but here's the thing. You're walking around with them tight ass shorts. You're walking around with that shit showing. And now you don't want nobody to look at you and say nothing. It is like this. If you're wearing a fire suit and you're standing on the corner and there's a house on fire, you think that person is going to run up to you and say, hey, I have a, a fire down here. And you look at him and say, I'm not a fire person. I say, well, why are you wearing a fire suit? So here you're wearing, here you're wearing prostitute clothes and you're wondering why he wants sex on the first night. <laughs> because you're looking like that. You're giving that up. That's why. And so women in my day just, just did not dress like that. I'm sorry. You go look at old pictures in the 60s and the 70s. Women just were not like that. They weren't doing all the makeup with the lashes and all. It just was different. So fault me for from having a mindset of the 60s and the 70s thrust forward to these days watching what I'm seeing today. Women don't know how to be women. Women don't understand their femininity and then men don't understand their masculinity at the same time running around here, you know, doing whatever. There are some brothers out there, are some brothers out here just having sex with women just to have babies, knowing damn well you ain't going to take care of them. So back then, manhood was attached to family. Back then, as you did a statistic on how many we were marrying back then to compare to what we're doing now. Men was looking for families. Now men are just looking for sex. And so that same algorithm, that frequency of wanting sex, they're finding it from women who are dressing like sex. And this is how the connection happens. Absolutely. Hey, hey, yeah, y'all, y'all. Y'all out here trying to be like Nick Cannon, creating tribes, but you ain't got the money to afford it. Ain't got the money. Broke his head. Exactly. Here, you know, and this this goes along with um what you're talking about here, um, you know, and 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 we asked this question even before, like you said, how these niggas get pussy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Trying to do each other up. <laughs> I'm gonna sag all the way down. I beat all y'all. I'm really sad. <laughs> oh, you know, it's, it's 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 ridiculous when you think about it. Um, man. But but you know, one of the the comments, you know, how do you how do how does you know this happen? It'll stop when people stop giving that energy. Hey, listen, women can make that stop at the drop of a dime if they stop paying his attention. Yep. Men will change if you stop liking that shit. If you start liking the intellect and not because he's got curly hair or his pants down or he's 40 year old rapper, whatever it is, if you stop liking that shit, you stop giving that shit attention. 
men will change because they can't get the booty if they don't get it right. Exactly, exactly. Say that one more time. They can't get the booty if they can't, what? <laughs> they don't get it right. If they don't well, get it right. can be that free. Y'all giving it away too goddamn free. You're giving it away. You should make a motherfucker build your house or, or do something very extraordinary to get the booty. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to stand right here on this piece of land. Your ass build this house. When you finish, I'll give you some ass. <laughs> that's, that's it right there. When you finish, I'll give you some ass. All right. I, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Hey, but you know what? I, I gotta make sure I, 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 I point this out right here. Um, I, I love uh, uh, Tim Barnum. He's he's a, a Caucasoid brother that uh, watches um, uh, the different shows that we have, and uh, he said they dislike Candace Owens because she is putting racism in the back seat as to what plagues uh, Black America. So, in, in essence, um, white people ain't the boogeyman no more. No. Okay. They're not. They never really were. No. Uh, especially after we became free. But yes, I get it. You know, there were institutions in place that that continued to beat us down and beat on us. It's 2022, about to be 2023. Folks, um, white people ain't your boogeyman no more. When you get stopped, guess what? If you just act normal and 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 uh, uh talk to an authoritative figure as you should guess what you're gonna get that same energy and respect back to you now people would think that and hear that and say that sounds like i'm submitting to him mm. and what they don't understand again since we're talking algorithms and frequency you can have anyone eating out of the palm of your hand if you move your emotions and use your intellect, it's just that simple. Let me tell you a story I told my stepson who got out of prison and he was going to see the parole officer. And the parole officer was always messing with him with urine tests. Where's your job? I need this. So he said, man, my parole officer is trying to send me back. I said, well, yeah. I said, did you go in there looking like you look now? Did you go in there with that mad look on your face with that mean mug and your pants hanging down? Yeah. But if you walked in there and you look around and say, how you doing, sir? How's your day? And look, just look around something you can compliment. Is that your family? Man, you got a beautiful family. You can turn an evil person upside down just like that. And they're eating out of your hand. He went in there the next meeting. He went in there and he changed his attitude and the, and the pro officers just saw something different in him. Didn't ask for his urine, didn't mess with him no more because he came in with a servant attitude. And people may not like that, but a servant attitude gets you to win. And then you will have them eating out of your hands so you can move forward in life. But if we're walking around with this tainted information, then that's what we'll get. So what he is saying about what Candace have done was diminish racism and made your fault of why you can't achieve your problem, not the boogeyman. 
And that piece there is what we need to work on. Black people really need to work on themselves and not focus on distraction outside themselves. Yes, if someone didn't give you a job, I need the last goddamn job. Why do you stop and act like, oh, he's done stop me from getting, no, go, go get another one. Uh, if someone don't like you because of the color of your skin, if they are mentally ill, go somewhere else, but don't stop. And that's the key. Continue to triumph. Continue to move forward. Move over here. If you, they, they don't like you living in that neighborhood, go into another damn neighborhood. All the neighborhoods ain't the same, right? So you got to understand that concept. And once you do that, you will find yourself achieving goals over and over. And so as myself, as a business person, I got business. My, my company is partner with several businesses, even businesses overseas that make my products custom made for me. Why? Because they're eating out of the palm of my hand and giving me what I want so I can feed my family. You can walk your whole life like that. You literally can walk your whole life and not see racism, not see something that'll block you, not see hatred. You really can if you remove it from your subconscious mind that it's going to happen to you. Once you remove that mentality, it is not saying racism doesn't exist or that concept of racism, but it's over there in someone else's life. It's not in my life. See, I don't see racism. I don't see nobody stopping me from putting products in a store because I'm black. I'm sorry. I don't see it. Right. And so the, the algorithm that I have in mind is support no matter what color they are, because that's that's how I view it. So I don't I don't engage into it. I don't allow it to block me and stop me. I have I have a great credit score. I have uh, tax IDs. I got passports. Um, I got nothing that says I can't have. There's nothing I can't have. Because I'm black. I'm sorry. There's nothing. There's some stuff I can't do and have because maybe I'm a convicted felon. Yes, but that's not going to stop me from feeding my family and living the kind of life I want. Yeah, I may not be able to be a doctor. Yeah, I might not be able to pass the bar license, but who in the fuck want to when I can do this over here? So you got to figure some shit out and not let shit block you from feeding your family and living a prosperous life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I think I think that's important. You know, everything is perspective. Everything is mindset. It's all about, you know, what you put in here, which will end up coming out here, which will create the here around you. So it's a full cycle, full circle that is is a is a perpetual continuance uh, uh, of energy, ultimately. You know, ultimately. so it, it's it's one of those things, you know, look, I posted in the um, comments um that uh video of when i got stopped in um i think it was oklahoma uh i just bought you know bmw in cali and i uh, was driving it back home um and uh, i post that in the comments so if anybody wants to see uh what it looks like to you know have an officer stop you and and then in here i am in another state with 30-day tags on cali tags on so you know what he was thinking you know, his his thought process was, oh, he's smuggling, you know, a ton of some good back home to uh, Kentucky. Right. Um, you know, and then he he invited me in his trunk and said, all right, well, come on back here. You know, this is where I do business, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, originally, hey, I, why do I need to come to your truck to talk to you? Now, there was many people in the comments who said, hey. You uh, you shouldn't have did that. You ain't have to go do that, this, that, and the other. Okay, so I tell him no. And next thing you know, 
we've got two, three, and four other cop cars showing up. Now I got the personalities and attitudes of uh, anywhere from four to eight different officers that I now have to deal with for one little old me. Nah, believe me, I'm good, bro. So I went ahead, went back, had that conversation. But the whole time, I was never thinking about, um, you know, uh, you know, I wasn't thinking uh negatively I, I didn't give him any aggression i didn't say officer you know why this why that i don't i mean i i you know my original statement well why do i have to come back to your uh vehicle he said that's just the way i do business i said all right cool i pressed the facebook live button why just in case everything i said was wrong <laughs> so uh went on back there had a great conversation this was a 20 minute video i'm not gonna play it here <laughs> y'all feel free in the comments there to click on that and check out that video and see what it looks like to sit there have a great conversation hey i asked him about his family about his life and about what was going on with him why because first thing was i needed to do was to humanize myself mm. that i'm just like him right i got family i got work i got job and then uh, i know if he was sitting there thinking um you know oh he's he's you know driving a bmw is so i told him uh uh what i do for money you know gave him that so now you know i'm piling things on top to let him know that i'm a regular person out here and just doing what i do i'm passing through uh bought a vehicle decided to drive it home and this is what's happening and guess what no issues he let me out yes uh the reason why he uh, initially had me come in that truck was because uh he's, he's there was a, a drug dog in the cage behind us so if that drug dog had uh started going ham when i got in there that would have gave him probable cause to now search the car correct um, and that's the purpose he brought you to the car absolutely absolutely <laughs> and um you know i i didn't have to worry about that and the little bit of snack goodies that I, I brought home from Cali um, were safe in my glove box as they needed to be. Uh, so <laughs> it was what it was. But, hey, it's all good, man. This has been a great show. Love it. Love the conversation. You and I can just get on here and just rock a mic all day long. It is uh, beautiful. But, you know, we, we're coming to an end here. Uh, shout out to everybody who jumped in and uh, participated. I'm, I'm going to challenge everyone to just – uh, look at things from different perspectives, you know. Don't even take the things that we say and 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 you know use it as truth. Just go out there, research, look at things from a different perspective, and say to yourself, Well, what if this? and look at it from that perspective, you know. What if that? and then look at it from that perspective, you know. That 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 gives you wisdom, right? You know, that gains you wisdom. Um, in looking at things from different perspectives and having an understanding, you know, you don't always have to agree with us. That's cool. Um, you know, but uh, uh, we, we, we love you just the same. So, you know, I don't uh, John and I don't always agree on everything, but we respect each other just the same. Uh, we probably agree on most things because that's the way the frequency goes. But, uh, you know, when it comes to to that in general, then, you know, just look at things from different perspectives, folks, and, and and try, because I'm telling you, there's a life out here that a lot of people, especially our people, are missing. 
<clears throat> simply because of our mindset. <clears throat> we all sitting here walking beside each other, see each other. It's you, it's me, it's, it's you know, we, we like same people or whatever, but we're living different lives all within the same space, all because of mindset. So, you know, again, folks, there's a life out here that a lot of people are missing, a happy life that doesn't involve you always uh, being in 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 survival mode. Right. Uh, feel, feeling threatened all the time. You know, there is a life out there that exists like that. And I challenge you to find it simply take a week and just put nothing but positive stuff in your mind. Cut the TV off if that's the case. Uh, cut the radio off. Um, if that's the case, I, I don't hear about a lot of events going on in the city. That's the only thing I miss about the radio, because some things like going, uh, uh, hanging out at Waterfront or whatever events that's going on, they're, they're all announced on the radio. Um, but I don't listen to the radio because I, I love to choose what I listen to, you know. Um, but with that in mind, I challenge anyone to just try to flood your brain um in a, in a week with nothing but positive videos you can go on youtube and just type in motivation and you'll find plenty of videos just just listen to that every morning listen to at least one motivating video every single morning for a week's time and i promise you things will change for the better for you your perspective your mindset everything and with that being said folks hey it's another week any last words before we go yeah, just to just to add on to what you were saying, um, to always challenge what you think and don't believe everything you think and always look at things with an objective mind. The way you learn is with an objective mind. You can't learn nothing if your mind is closed and you believe everything you think. I'm sorry. You ain't learning nothing. You are only perpetuating the same cycle of your life. You got to be willing to challenge those thoughts by being objective. And this is what we're talking about. If you don't like something we said, it's because you haven't challenged it. And so because you're stuck in where your belief, not to say we're right, but the point is, is that if we just talking facts, what you got to do is go research the facts and see if we're right or not by challenging it. So what you're doing is you're challenging your own thought pattern, right? And so that's the key. Being having an objective mind will get you far in life, just objectively. And lastly, write down your goals. Where you want to be five years from now? Write it down. Write it down every day as though it exists right now. And if you start writing down your goals, I guarantee you in one week, you will feel different about what you think of yourself and your goals. And I challenge that to come back and next week and say, John, I've been writing down my goals and ain't shit happened. Just come back and tell us nothing happened. And just write down your goals. Write down what it is you want and how you look when you're having it. And in one week, I bet you any kind of thing that something is letting you know to validate your thinking, whether it is on Facebook, whether it is someone saying something. I guarantee you somebody's going to say something that is related to whatever it is you wrote down as your goals. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So I, I tell you what, folks, again, lots of great information on this show. Uh Saturday mornings, there's lots of people that we, we appreciate that um, um, tune in and uh, uh, all of that stuff. Look at it. Frank said, I lost so-called friends over that uh, C-word stuff. Um, 
you know, and, and that's, that's, that's truth. I mean, you know, it, it created a strain on a lot of families as well, but uh, at least throughout it all, you had the ability to wake up on Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. and listen to the Tipping Point Morning Show. So until next week, folks, we will see you then again right here, same place, same time, 9 a.m. Saturday, Eastern Standard Time on the Tipping Point Morning Show. Peace. Peace. Peace.